called my pot. My product is I'm regrowing hair. I got a hair regrowth formula. I have I have proved it on one person, my brother, and I used you know him and his hair automatically regrew. I want to start off bald, be gone, right? right. BBG is the name of the product. Bald, be gone. And I incorporated, I went to Zoom, uh, not Zoom, uh, Legal Zoom. Yeah, went to Legal Zoom and I filed an LLC. I paid, I'm a re- I have a registered agent in the state of Illinois for Bald Be Gone with an EIN. What is the next thing I need to do? Well, one, just because you did it on one person doesn't mean it's viable. And when you're talking about, you know, any type of things that can really be detrimental to someone's health, you really need a trial, right? Awesome. Welcome back to another episode of It Is What It Is podcast. As you know, this is business tainment. It's where entertainment and business collide. I am your host, Cody Kelly. Look, follow me on all platforms. Instagram, CBMK33, CBMK underscore global. It is what it is underscore show. That's the three links. You can follow me on Fanbase, CBMK, global, TikTok, CBMK, global. As you know, this is a recurring thing. And on YouTube at CBMK. We're the best podcast is seen, hurt, and felt. And if you want to keep getting the best workout supplements, the guy with me, the best pre-workout superpower, only at www.cvmkglobal.store. I have with me Javon Wooden, CEO of Live Not Low. I reached out to him uh, via LinkedIn. His brother said, yeah, it's cool. Let's connect. I'm super excited. He's a business leader. He's a coach going to talk to us all things Javon and we're going to get into it and with that being said I'm going to introduce my guest Javon how are you doing today man I'm doing well Corey how are you brother man I'm here you know if you're watching this it's Monday I recorded this on a Monday so it's all going to sink uh but you know I'm super excited man the weather is kind of warming up here in Chicago I won't say it's really warming up but it's better than snow uh so we're gonna make it work man we're gonna make it work but look for the audience who doesn't know you are not familiar with your work just give them a little insight into what you do and who you are absolutely so i'm javon wooden as you said ceo of live not loathe i am a bronze star recipient from my time in the u.s army uh i have a background in it cybersecurity. i actually hold my my master's in cybersecurity, and i have an mba from Robert A. Smith Business School at University of Maryland. But outside of the accolades, I am someone who wanted to start a business um, who also struggles with mental health. So there's two dynamics there, right? So when I first initially started my journey, it started in 2017. And it actually started while I was deployed in Afghanistan, right? I knew that I wanted to get out of the military. I knew I wanted to get out of tech and I wanted to do something that serves people. Hence the name Live Not Loathe. I knew that I used to struggle with loathing life, loathing my circumstances and all that other stuff. So I had to transform my mindset first. Right. And when I thought about that, I said, you know what? When you transform your mindset, you control your destiny. And that's when I started doing mindset coaching initially. Uh, Fast forward, I transitioned to business coaching because as I was starting a business, I noticed there wasn't many people who looked like me who could guide me 
who can give me the game, right? And that's sure. why I started focusing on entrepreneurship and business coaching, leveraging all the skills that I've uh, obtained over the years. Uh, and we just helping minority-based businesses, man, just launch and, and get that dynamic wealth. No, I like it because there is a dearth of us. <laughs> so, no, you're absolutely right. You know, uh, first of all, you sure. know, thank you for your service. Uh, appreciate you. Um, thank you for real for all your your sacrifice and commitment. But that's you know that's interesting to have the two dynamics. It's weird. It's like on one hand you have this great calling, and on another hand you have a great cross, and the two have to go hand in hand, right? But before we get into right. it, just a quick word from our sponsors. There's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed. All it takes is just that one last push. Activate the hero within with CBMK Global Supplements. All natural, steroid-free, designed to enhance performance, build muscle, and increase energy. You are unstoppable. You can do this. Become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. All right, y'all, www.cvmkglobal.store. The best products are it's your boy Cody, and he is back, Mr. CVMK33. So, Javon, so you answered uh, kind of the origin story, right? How this path was created. Um, while you were serving, uh, this epiphany came out that you wanted mm-hmm. to help serve and lead in a different manner. What was your initial hurdles? Uh, you know, cause I, I think that sometimes when revelation is given, like, this is what I want to do. Sometimes we're not aware of what it really takes to do it. Right. So we get this like idea, Absolutely. like, okay. You know, I'm going to do this, but I don't really know what the next steps are. What was that for you? Man, it, it was a lot. <laughs> um, and I'm glad you're asking this question because we always hear about the glitz and glamour side of entrepreneurship, right? From so-called, you know, self-made people. But yeah. I'm going to tell you about the ugly side, man. It's like when you are a first generation entrepreneur, especially like you don't know what the heck you're doing. Like there's so many moving pieces to entrepreneurship. You don't know about structure of your your business, whether you need an LLC, S-Corp, C-Corp, all that. You don't know what costs are going to come your way. Right. You don't know how to set up the systems, what systems you need. Where do you go to find clients? Like there's so many things you think about. You know, you always hear about, oh, run a Facebook ad and people are going to come to you. Well, I tried that and it didn't work, right? (laughs) It didn't work. And what I realized over time was the organic marketing is what worked best for me. You know, people needed to see me and see me in action, get to know me. So you had to find what platforms work for you, whether you're a product or service-based business, for you to get in front of your target market. And that's another thing. Who's your target market, right? So there's like a a million things you have to think about when you're talking about being, becoming a business owner. No, I think that's well said. I um, I don't think anybody fully understands the truth of your vision. Uh, and it really only gets revealed in time. Even if you get the degrees mm-hmm. and whatnot, you get the concepts and the theories of an ideal state. But until you've actually gone out there, filed with the federal government, got your EIN, set up whatever type of 
organizational structure you're going to set up and saw the pros and cons of that and then realize everybody right. that says hey man i'm gonna come support you doesn't support you and not only doesn't support you but buys from your competitor <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be an entrepreneur to be right. out there on that right. by yourself and be like hey you know nobody's on this boat with me you know so yeah and you and you have to know that like you can't expect you know what i always tell my clients is like don't expect your family, your friends to be the people buying from you because they're really not probably not your target audience, right? right. Especially if you're service-based, like if you're a coach or a consultant, they're probably not your target audience. And you're gonna get people who love you to say you're crazy. Like, why would you do that? You have this cush job, you have this going on. Why do you wanna do that, right? So you really have to have that passion and purpose that's gonna drive you when those times when you're uncertain and those times when you're like, man, I just wanna throw in the towel because you're going to experience that. And like you said, the education is great, but it's just theory, right? Our application is completely different from theoretical stuff. Um, so that's that's my take on that. It's like you really learn from under job training. What makes, John, what makes you different? You know, I've had a few coaches on here, a few business coaches, um, mm -hmm. and I think they all have a unique expertise. And I really do think they can help. I think when, and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to place myself in the audience's shoes, when they see you or they see a business coach, mm -hmm. the first thing they're going to say is, you know, what makes this person different? Does their strategy methodology really work? Uh, who have they worked with? You know, um, and then what are the costs? Right? <laughs> like those are the three frameworks, right? The three. So what, what makes you different? Right. Cool. Great answer. Great question. Well, one, I would like for people to transform their mindset for us to investment. Right. Um, my framework, I, I use what I call the five Y framework. That's my proprietary framework. Um, and we look at everything the business needs. I'm going to start where you are. Right. Whether you're in ideation phase and you haven't quite started that business, I can help you grow. If you're in the growth plan phase, I can come up with a strategy, look at your whole vision right and then distill down what you need what resources you already have and then help you create an action plan so what makes me different is i'm able to distill down the big picture vision into an actionable plan right we'll set up milestones we'll set up goals we'll set up what resources you need along the way um, i can help you with your tech setup which is a big uh runway or big issue for a lot of folks right that tech implementation i can do copy i know i know a lot of different things right and i know them well because I'm a nerd, right? I like to read, I like to implement, I like to try things out in my own business. And that's another thing. I'm not gonna tell you anything I haven't done, right? If I don't know it, I'm not gonna be act like I know it. I'm gonna be like, okay, let's research that. I don't, I don't quite know, it's unfamiliar to me. Let's find a way. And I'm not gonna just let you go by the wayside and do things on your own. I'm going to help you out. I'm gonna actually guide you step for step. And I think that's what differentiates me. There's a lot of people who call themselves business coaches, but they really only know one specific thing. Maybe they know funnels. Maybe they know uh, Facebook ads. Maybe they know something, but they're not actually a business coach. They don't know business, right? And that's really what makes me different is I know this and I've tried it and I've been there and I've done it. I failed and I'm going to keep it real with you about my failures so you don't go through them. I like that. I've done it and I failed. That, I think, is the differentiator. I think... Um, I think everybody looks for success as if somehow mm -hmm. success is separate from failure or as if, right. if 
failure is not actually the signpost to success, right? <laughs> like they go hand in hand, right? So um, when it comes to building uh, the sustainability, right? I think most entrepreneurs, um, I, I really believe skip steps. And I think everybody does to a point. Not having, and, and maybe it's an issue of, it's probably an issue of resources, but not understanding the full complexity of the landscape. And then when you go out mm-hmm. there and I've seen companies do it, it's not like a, uh, you know, well, if you've got a small startup and you only have like $10,000 of working capital. I mean, I've seen companies with million dollars of working capital still skip steps because there's this desire to speed up something, you know, uh, to get to this plateau without really any true merit or true vettedness. So let's talk about, creating sustainability, right? I meet with you, my product, Javon, we're both bald. My pot, my product is I'm regrowing hair. I got a hair regrowth formula. I have, I have proved it on one person, my brother, and I used, you know, him and his hair mm. automatically regrew. I want to start up bald, be gone, right? <laughs> BBG is the name of the product, bald, be gone. And I've incorporated, I went to Zoom, uh, not Zoom, uh, Legal Zoom. Yeah, went to Legal Zoom and I filed an LLC. I paid, I'm a re- I have a registered agent in the state of Illinois for Bald Be Gone with an EIN. What is the next thing I need to do? Well, one, just because you did it on one person doesn't mean it's viable. And when you're talking about, you know, any type of things that can really be detrimental to someone's health, you really need a trial. Right. You need to get this tested. You need to be scientifically backed, because if someone tries that product and they have an adverse reaction because you didn't know that one of your ingredients caused that, you could be in a lot of trouble. Right. So we're talking about ball be gone specifically. There are some a lot of steps to take before that. Right. Which means you need a trial phase or maybe instead of trying to create your own formula, maybe you white label something that was already proven. Right. That's another route you could take. So you may not have to create your own thing. So there's a lot of things there. Right. It's not just creating an LLC or whatever formation you have and putting something out there immediately, especially when it comes to anything that can uh, cause adverse reactions health wise. Right. So you have to do your research, check the market, see if it's needed in the market. Who are your competitors? What are they doing? You know, what trials have they gone through? Are they, do they have a label that maybe you can look for, like vegan or paleo friendly, animal friendly? You know, what's your differentiated factor? So there's a lot of work that needs to be done before we put the BBG out there. Man. <laughs> BBG is going to sell. We don't have the people sleep on that. <laughs> you know, a lot of people put a lot of money. <laughs> Hey, we just need a rapper with a hook and a TikTok video. We can make a video yeah. off of BBG. <laughs> I wish, so, I wish so, it worked like that. <laughs> hey, that, but honestly, and I know I'm joking, but honestly, because other business coaches market the success like that. When you go, you know, you scroll on TikTok, and this is why I think social media is a good and a dangerous place at the same time. It's because you're seeing a 30 second reel with a hip hop video or a melody in the background. And this thing that took years to get off the ground is condensed into seconds. And you can say, well, that's how I make it. That's how I drive the Lamborghinis in life, right? Like it's just, I needed, you know, uh, 
you know, a macro or micro influencer to stand behind my product, you know, give them 30% of the proceeds and say BBG works, you know, because what people have dialed or deduced, I think they're offering is to is that it doesn't have to work. It only has to work in the mind of the consumer. And maybe it's a drop off quality, right? (laughs) Right, The placebo effect. So Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times, whatever the product is, the placebo interest is better than the reality. You're buying the idea, not the truth. So BBG, you know, gets Cardi B and we make money and that's everybody's thing. Right. So no, no shots to Cardi B. I wish honestly, Cardi B, I wish you could sponsor CVMK global dot source. So, you know, so I'm just saying like, you know, I just want to be honest with you, but let's lay the card. Right. So uh, one more uh, question. Then I'm going to jump to a sponsor break and then we're going to hit another line. If the, if the hurdle is investment, how come we don't hear enough about like I've never heard a uh, business coach, mindset coach uh, say that I work with a funding partner. My job is to see if, you know, we can get you access to capital. You become like a broker, basically. And then mm-hmm. therefore the investment you already take off the top. Everything else now can start the wheel moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I think as a business, and that's why I say some people call themselves business coaches, but they're not, right? right. Um, I think that access to capital is one of the things, especially for minority businesses, is it limits us tremendously, right? We don't really know where to go, especially when it comes to creative funding. You know, many of us, when we start, maybe we're bootstrapping and we're using private, you know, our private funds. Uh, so maybe our credit score isn't that good. And that's the first thing that they're going to look at when you go for business credit. You know, when you're first starting, a lot of them, you, you can't do that unless you have some type of history. So I look at my clients and I ask, what's the best source of funding for them? What do they need? Right. So I do have partnerships with with companies maybe they need um you know they can't go to a big bank like a chase or something like that so maybe they need something that has their own private funding they're not publicly traded so they don't have to answer to as many people right maybe they need a business line of credit maybe they need um, a gas card right so we look at other ways to get it maybe it needs to be a secured line of credit you know etc so there's some collateral there so we look at all that stuff Uh, so i definitely do the research on that for my clients uh, there's there's things that people may not know that you hear of all the time, like PayPal has a 120 day same as cash type of loans, like a line of credit you can get. You know, there's a lot of different ways to get money that we just aren't educated on. So that's what I do for my clients for sure. I like it. I like it. We're going to get into it because I think we've nailed we've opened something. We're going to move from having to evolve from influencer to actually leader and that's what i want to get into but another word uh from our sponsors i literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet with superpower pre-workout you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out it's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine but it also has citrulline and creatine it's insane how much energy and focus i had during my workouts If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the superpower pre-workout to be your own hero. Awesome, y'all. www.cvmkglobal.store. Get it today. Uh, Superpower, Warrior Thirst, 
transform super thick. I'm trying to think of what else is out there. Saucy. All of the products are there. Get it today. So we talk about that influencer space. You know, like I feel, mm-hmm. and I want to get your take on this. I feel that we've given influencers too much power because they're influencing something that they're not, to me, totally invested in. No, I, I, I get branding and brand appeal and marketing. But if I have an influencer um, saying I should bank with this bank, right? And I don't feel like this person is really the thralls of the bank's culture, aims, initiatives. They just got a high profile celebrity to market toward a demographic that wasn't responding. Should I mm-hmm. listen to this? What are your feels or what are your feelings about these corporate influencers? Yeah, I mean, influencer marketing is heavily used these days. About 85% of companies say they will have or will use influencer marketing in some shape or form this year, right? Um, but like you said, there's there's really no regulation on this, but we're starting to see how it can come back to bite that influencer, right? With the whole FTX crash, right? All those those influencers like Shaq and all them, they, they're starting to come after them because they're saying, hey, they had some responsibility to the audience to not share if they weren't sure that this was a, a good product in the first place, right? So we are starting to see like laws and stuff catch up with that. Um, I just tell the the audience like be mindful like make sure that you do your own research don't just listen to someone because they're a celebrity right it's really the companies they're just out here trying to spread their product or service however they can and if they have a big budget they're going to bring in these key people and the only thing the influencer has like a shack or someone you know not to pick on shack but you know they may have some equity stake in that company right maybe they get one percent maybe they get whatever um on the back end so we just have to be mindful as consumers not to just go get something just because our favorite celebrity said, hey, this is this is hot. This is what it is. Do your own research because the laws haven't caught up. Right. There's nothing saying that they can't make these claims. Right. There's just just good goodwill. We all see that fine print on the bottom when we read stuff or, you know, or or to have to say ad. Right. That's the ethics of content marketing it has to say ad if it's an ad. So just be mindful of that. All right, it's an ad. Let me go and do a little digger deeper, uh, dig deeper. You know, a lot of these things, especially if they're public, they have a K one, right? You can go look at what they say in their stock market portfolios and all that other stuff. So there, the research is out there. You just have to be willing to do it as a consumer. Do you think that companies really care about the truth of the product? Uh, and what I mean by that, like. You know, I think that like every organization, the first focus is profitability. If we can't become profitable, it doesn't matter if the product is safe or if it doesn't work because we can't even, you know, continue. So continuance becomes the priority, not necessarily. And I don't mean like safety, like it'll harm somebody, but I mean like, like proven, like case studies, um, stats, true empirical data that justifies the existence mm-hmm. of this one particular thing, right? Like the brush to become profitable supersedes the rush to be true. Is that a just obvious you can't get around it or is that something or do we really have to rethink business? 
Yeah, I, I don't think that um, every company is like that. Like profitability has to be one of your components, right? Without that, you won't be in business for long. But I think a lot of uh, organizations are becoming socially conscious, do have something behind them on why they're doing what they do. You know, you think about a Patagonia, the Patagonia trees, right? Every right. Uh, every percent of the proceeds go to something else, right? Or times, you know, using recyclable materials, you know, uh, you have these companies who are based on a social movement uh, who, and I think that these days, most organizations have to stand for something, right? And you'll notice in marketing people, you know, a lot of these companies are talking more about that, right? What they stand for, how they don't stand for hate, you know, how they support different communities, uh, marginalized communities, how, you know, 1% of the proceeds goes to these trees. So it's it's really a known thing that you have to, as as a company these days, people are smarter. They're wising up. Like I said, the information is out there. So if you are just about greed, you will get found out. You know, years ago, Nike got in trouble, right? Their factories, even though Nike is known as a, a stand-up company, they had factories outsourced that were in trouble for child labor laws and Nike's reputation suffered. So we have to think about that as organizations. Your reputation really takes a long time to build and it can happen in a flash that it's destroyed. And companies care about that more than the profitability aspect. Because one wrong thing and you'll start losing everything. I mean, uh, case in point, Adidas, right? With the Kanye thing, they dropped Kanye, now they have uh, $500 million in, in the stock for Yeezys that they can't get rid of, right? And that is a PR nightmare. nightmare. Right, right. <laughs> and, you know, you, you talked about influence and then the reputation caring about profitability, right? right. They, they show that they can't use just profitability as their thing because they dropped Kanye, right? But now they have another problem. So it's a, it's a trade-off. Right. I was I was thinking the same. I was like John Morant, like you, like you have to. Yeah, John Morant, right? With Nike, yeah, you didn't like, even release the shoe yet. <laughs> I know, I know. And now, now there's like talks, like wait a minute, do we do this? You know, so it's yeah. this hesitation. So, so obviously, so you have established the truth. Every brand, I don't care how big you are, I don't care if you're the Nikes of the world, which are the big, you know, behemoths that everybody wants to become and aspire to, because they have shown you what a blueprint of success. Uh, Phil Knight and his right. team has created a uh, undeniable empire. Shout out to them. Uh, but from the small mom and pop stores, the small entrepreneur based, you know, entities at home businesses to the large, um, you know, organizations out there, every org needs these inside strategists and coaches, it seems like, like an independent board of review. I think it's the best way to say that. Right. Um, yeah. If, if you I'm have advisors. That's it. That's <laughs> at it. Least, if, at the very least, if, you have board of advisors. That's it. That's it. If I'm a, if I'm a company right now, uh, next five minutes, and I'm, I'm like, hey, look, BBG, we tried it. You know, we got with, uh, you know, some rapper. He made a terrible, you know, video. Uh, in a strip club, now we're gonna take BBG down or rebrand it. <laughs> we in, we are in trouble, <laughs> you know. BBG can't sell, like you know, whatever. Oh, yeah. So, walk us through the steps. Take us from we have a problem. The problem is this. The problem is funding. And then, how do we get Javon services? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if it's if it's a funding problem, uh, like I said, you know, you have to. If you really want something, you're gonna be resourceful. Right. So you one, I always 
I mean, people look look around you. Like who's around you? Look at your network first, because you may find that someone has a connection right into the bank or the the funding partner that you need. Right. And then for me, like I said, if you connect with the proper coach or mentor who actually has this type of um, skill set or connections to find the creative funding, that's where you go. Right. But you have to do the, the work to know how much funding you need so you don't overfund and then get stuck if it doesn't work. Right. You have to know exactly your, your capital, like have some projections if it's a new business. How much do you project making? Because if you don't know that, no banks are going to work with you. Right. How much do you make on your personal side? Do you have any revenue or income? Do you have any collateral? Right. So you get all that stuff together. And then when you come, you put together a pretty picture for the bank to say, hey, you know, I'm looking for an unsecured loan or business line of credit or whatever, or apply for a credit card. Um, and that's what I would help you with. Like, I would help you know what to say. I would help you know how to paint that picture. Um, and then I would help you do your assessments, your financial analysis to say, you know, hey, this is what we project making. This is our, you know, trailing 12. If I if I already did a year of business, you know, two years in business, whatever, we'd look at that. And then we would create that, that picture. What would we do with the funding? Most banks or any funding partners want to see at least marketing and advertising, at least 50% of that is marketing and advertising. That's what they love to see, right? And then you have a percentage of working capital. You know, maybe you outsource to contractors, maybe you have to pay yourself, et cetera. So those two things are always in every single funding that I've ever seen, right? They always look for that. Um, and that's what I would be there for. And then to work with me, you just book a call, right? Book, you get a free consultation with me and we talk about what you need. Like I said, from ideation all the way up to a Fortune 500 company, I can help because I'm looking at it from a different perspective than you probably are because you're in the fight all day, every day. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Look, mm-hmm. y'all know what it is. If you need, no, not if you need, everybody needs help. Everybody needs a coach. They need an independent board of advisors that is going to properly instruct them on what they can't foresee or the leverage they need to create. In any case, that has to be done by someone who is going to put the best interest of your business at priority level without the personal uh attachment that can distract from the business. Sometimes you just need somebody to right. tell you, hey, look, BBG was a bad idea. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> you need, like, it's, going up right now. it's not viable. Yeah. It's not viable. It's not gonna work. I'm sorry. We gotta re, you know retry BBG. Javon, where can they connect with you? What social platforms can they follow you on? Man, you can follow me on every platform, Twitter, LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all at Live Not Loathe. That's L-I-V-E-N-O-T-L-O-A-T-H-E. Or you can go to LiveNotLoathe.com and book that free consultation. Yeah, go to LiveNotLoathe.com, connect with Javon, him up on LinkedIn, him up on all the social media platforms. You know what you got to do? Connect with your boy. CVMK33, CVMK underscore global. See, it is what it is. Show underscore show on Instagram. CVMK global, TikTok, fan base, YouTube, CVMK. I feel like it's always CVMK, CVMK global. That's good, man. That's, man, that's, that's a brand key right there, right? Have that's it. <laughs> Bro, the, the name, I'm telling you, it's going to be the name of Gucci soon. They're going to be like, you wearing CVMK? Yes, the best sports. <laughs> I love it. On the market, best creatine, best protein. Stephen K. Global.store. And until next time, guys, thanks.
Thanks for watching. If you want to keep seeing amazing content, subscribe at CVMK.